Hello, Seattle letter carriers. I'm Ralph Kuhlman, and I'm a union steward at Wallingford Station. If you'll all remember, last podcast, I was getting ready to go back to Wallingford Station after 56 days of emergency placement. I had been advocating to the union officials above me that if they sent me without any protection, there was nothing to stop management from doing the same thing over again almost immediately. And you're not going to believe the insanity that ensued. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a new nickname I came up for my manager following my Monday experience. He is now known as the Little Dictator. And for all of you out there, the tater part is silent. So every time you hear the word Little Dictator, remember the tater part is silent. Now, I don't know how many of you also listen to Corey Walton's From A to Arbitration, but if you do, the same week I was posting my podcast, he posted a podcast where essentially he was saying the one of the biggest issues for us is that management has no accountability for constant violations of the same provisions of the contract. We go through a, a disciplinary process that has four steps, and at the end of those four steps, we can be removed. But management could place Ralph Kuhlman on emergency placement five times in a row, and there would be no consequences, no even attempt to make some kind of consistent change like I've been advocating for. You can go to the National Labor Relations Board and they won't look at it if it's in the grievance process. And once it's adjudicated, no matter what that adjudication is, it's done. They won't look at it then. At the end of this podcast, we'll talk about and I think throughout this podcast over the next several months, we'll see just how difficult it is to get resolution on the constant and consistent violation of our contract every day by USPS management. Let me just start by saying today is day eight of my sixth emergency placement by Wallingford Station Management. It's a crazy story, and I'm going to put you through it right now. My start time is 7.30 a.m. I'd been off for 56 days. I knew there were tons of things piled up on my union steward desk. So I came in around right at 7.30, 30 minutes early. I arrived at Wallingford Station. I'd been gone for two months, so there was a new supervisor that I really didn't know at all. Turns out his name is, well, new supervisor, I guess. 
And I asked what my assignment was for the day in anticipation of carrying my route. This new supervisor informed me that he did not was not doing assignments and that the little dictator, remember, tater part silent, was in charge of that. Uh, so I went with my bags to my office and the door was locked. I went to the little dictator and informed him that I wanted to drop some materials in the office and I needed to get in. And he informed me quite rudely that he didn't have the key. I told him I thought he knew somebody who did and I would wait at the door until that person arrived. A couple minutes later, one of the clerks arrived. They had the key, they opened the door. I dropped my bags. So maybe 7.05 at this point, 25 minutes before I'm supposed to start. And I don't know about other stations, but at Wallingford Station, there are fewer push carts for our trays of daily mail, our DPS, than there are carriers. So generally, if I'm in early and I see a cart, I'll grab it and load my mail into it just so that I have it when I do the casing. That's exactly what I was doing Monday morning before my start time. I just pulled my first tray of mail. I was putting it in the cart and I looked up and there approaching me was a clerk in tears, a Seattle police officer and the little dictator. Now I've known this clerk for several years and she would they were clearly upset and anxious we looked at each other and the clerk said to me i do not want to go into that office without you and i did what i would do in any circumstance at the post office anywhere else Somebody in that situation who wants a witness, I am more than willing to be their witness. So, the four of us, the little dictator, the clerk in tears, Seattle police officer, and myself, all ended up in the office I use as a union steward. The clerk in tears kept saying, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. Why is this happening? What did I do? To which the little dictator responded, you're on emergency placement. You're to leave this building immediately. The clerk, upset, distraught, confused, refused to take that in his answer and said again, what did I do? Why is this happening? The little dictator again responded, you're on emergency placement, you're to leave the building immediately. At which point the clerk became adamant, I'm not leaving until I know why I'm being dismissed. And finally, the little dictator said, because you're creating a hostile environment. At that point, I turned to the Seattle police officer and said, I'd just like to interject a little bit of information here. 
I'm a union steward. I was placed on emergency placement 56 days ago. That grievance was settled. It was out without merit. I'm to be returned all back pay and benefits. This is my first day back. I'm not even clocked in yet. And here's another person being placed on emergency placement. There was some a carrier the week before placed on emergency placement, a carrier before that placed on emergency placement. This is a consistent and constant pattern. That sent the little dictator off his rocker and he started yelling and screaming and saying, you don't even represent this person. Get out of this office right now. You're not their union steward. To which I replied, fine, I'm not on the clock for another 20 minutes. This person clearly wants a witness. I am more than happy to do it off the clock as a private citizen. The police officer seemed fine with that and began to ask some questions. First, he said, wait a minute, you're a union steward. Then he turned to the clerk and asked the clerk, do you have a union steward? She replied she did, but the union steward worked the front desk and didn't arrive until 10.30 in the morning. The clerk didn't have the union steward's number, but me, being an active member of the union movement, knows the president of the clerk's union for Seattle quite well. And I said, well, I have the phone number of the president of her union. We could give them a call. Do you want to talk to that person, Mr. Officer? He did. And so I placed the call, and unfortunately, there was no answer. At which point, the little dictator again started to become upset and complain that I was to leave the office. I did not represent her. At that point, the Seattle police officer did what any good police officer would do. He said, let's separate these people. And he said to the little dictator, let's step outside. Let's let give these people have a little bit of time to talk and discuss. As the officer was leaving, stepping out the door, I could hear him saying to the little dictator, you're the manager. You're the one who's supposed to be calming down these situations. Having a little time with the clerk, I had the opportunity to explain what was happening as far as procedures, what they could expect, that eventually they would have to peacefully leave the building. And I was able to assure them that I've known you for years. Trust me, I know everybody who's supposed to represent you. I have your back. I will make sure that everything is done correctly and in your best interest. Eventually, the police officer, the little dictator, returned to the office. There was a short discussion, and the clerk and the police officers, police officer started to exit the building. The little dictator left the office, walked onto the workroom floor, and probably less than a minute later, 
I walked on to the workroom floor as well with about five minutes left before I was supposed to clock in and finally start back to work after 56 days. When I stepped back onto the workroom floor, you can imagine the first set of cases I came to, all the carriers were interested in what was happening. And so we started to have a conversation. There were about four of them right in the immediate area, and we were chatting, waiting to clock in in another few minutes, when the little dictator noticed me talking to the other carriers from across the workroom floor and the little dictator unable to help themselves came right up to me in the middle of the group walked up to me fairly closely and said oh you think this is funny do you i didn't respond i just stared at the little dictator in disbelief we probably were looking at each other for 10 or 15 seconds when the little dictator blurted out that's it you're on emergency placement i want you to leave the building immediate immediately i was absolutely flabbergasted and i had definitely reached my limit. So I said to the little dictator, listen, I've got two more minutes before I need to clock in. I'm clocking in before I'm leaving. And I said to the little dictator, you are fucking insane. The little dictator was taken back and said to me, what did you say? At which point I leaned in closer and said much louder, you are fucking insane. The little dictator jumped back, screamed, oh, he assaulted me. He assaulted me and went running out of the building to bring the police back in. Now, remember, I'm talking to four other carriers. They're all witnessing. And the little dictator walks back in with not one, but two police officers. And he points at me and he says, I want you to arrest that man. He assaulted me. At which point they arrived with all my witnesses. And I said to the police officers, there are People here who have witnessed it, did anybody see me assault this man? And two carriers immediately stood up and said, no, he never did. The police, doing what they should do, again separated us. I believe what the police officer said, and this was heard and witnessed by more than one city letter carrier, said to the little dictator, you're not helping the situation. Go into the office right now. The second police officer escorted myself and the other union steward into my office, at which point we had a short discussion. I asked that I be able to at least go through what was piled up on my desk and give what needed to be given to the union steward. That probably took me a couple of minutes. After that, 
I quietly exited the building on another emergency placement. Unbelievable. Well, my prediction had come true. There is absolutely nothing to prevent USPS management from immediately placing me on another unwarranted emergency placement. I never even got the chance to file the paperwork for my back pay from the past two months, and I was out the door and back on emergency placement. All right, that ends our swing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sign off now and I will tell you about the documentation and the follow-up and where we are on this crazy, crazy ride that's called USPS. Well, that concludes today's episode. I'm Ralph Kuhlman and I'm a union steward at Wallingford Station in Seattle like to thank all the clowns that made this podcast necessary. The stellar management staff at Wallingford Station, the incomprehensible team at the Seattle Postmaster's office, ordering brutal commands in an effort to enforce the metric of the day through the entire city and beyond. And finally, everybody at upper management at USPS. Your identification of the metric of the day makes all of this insanity possible.